Hey guys, I'm Pastor Jason Shirley. I'm the associate pastor right here at Word of Life Church in Carlsbad, New Mexico. And I'm really excited that you have joined us today online. Just a couple of things. I want you to drop us a line if you're watching wherever in the world and let us know where you're watching from. We would love to hear from you. Second, if you want to partner with us today in a financial way, then you can give by texting 84321 and just text your amount, or you can go to our website, wolcarlsbad.com, and you can click the Give tab and give that way. The last thing today is that if you have any needs or anything like that that we can partner with you on, then drop us a line and send us that, and we're going to partner with you in prayer. I believe today is going to be a wonderful day. I want you to open up your heart to receive from the Word of God today and always remember that God is madly in love with you. Let's get to the service. Praise God. Well, who's ready for some Word today? Hallelujah. It is a joy always to open the Word of God and to share. Praise God. We have... I've got some things that I believe will be a, a, a blessing to your life today. We um, have spent the biggest part of this year. Last week we took a break because we did a Super Bowl-themed message, and uh, which has kind of become a tradition for us on Super Bowl Sunday. But uh, um, we're going to do a recap on um, our series that we've been on this year, talking about This Is Us and who we are as a church. And, uh, and you know, uh, we're going to talk about why we do what we do. See, we realize that uh, not everybody's called to do what we do, and we're not called to do what everybody else does. And, uh, you know, we have uh, a, a calling and a place that God has put us, and uh, uh, we have a job that he's given us to do, and we may not look like somebody else, and uh, we may not sound like somebody else or do things the way somebody else does, praise God. You see, one thing that, that I have learned is that um, there are diversities of gifts. That's what the Bible says. There are diversities of gifts, but one Lord, praise God, praise God. There, there is one message, there is, is one Lord, there is one Jesus Christ who saved us, who redeemed us, but there are diversities of gifts and there are a multitude of ways that uh, the message of Christ can be communicated, praise God. And we would never ever change the message. Because the message is a universal message for all time and all people. Praise God. But the methods change. And the methods will change from, from time to time. You know, the, the, the methods we feel, you know, somebody might, might disagree with us, but, but we feel, we believe that the message or, or the, excuse me, not the, me the, the method that worked 25 years ago, 27 years ago when we started, that the, the method has to have 
evolved because culture has evolved. Culture has, has changed, and we've got to speak to the culture. You know, we, we can't, uh, you know, something I learned a long time ago is you can't preach to people where they ought to be. You've got to preach to people where they are. You know, you, you can say, well, this is the way it should be. Well, that may be true, but if you preach to where people are, people will never, uh, or if you preach to where people ought to be, people will never come to where they ought to be. You got to preach to where they are. Praise God. You got to you got to communicate with people where they are. Praise God. You know that's that's just like a uh, you can't take a first grader and put him in a high school classroom and expect him to 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 learn anything because he's not at that place. And so you've got to teach him on a first grade level and bring him up to the high school level. Praise God. Praise God. And so it, it is important that we understand our place and, and, and what we have been given to do, praise God, so that we can be on the same page and, and, and be doing the, the same thing so we can be a united team working together to get the job accomplished. Praise God. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse number 1, it says, Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant. You know that we were Gentiles carried away to those dumb idols, however you were led. Therefore I make known to you that no one speaking by the Spirit of God calls Jesus accursed, and no one can say that Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. And then here he says, There are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are differences of ministries, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of activities, but the same God who works all in all. Praise God. So see, there are different ways of doing it, but it's the same Lord. It's the same Spirit. It's the same message. Praise God. Um, you know, and so it's important that we know what we have been given to do. You know, we, we have to understand this, that we, that there is no one who can reach every demographic. There is no one who can, Jesus said, go into all the world and preach the gospel. But it is literally impossible for one individual to go into all the world. Um, you know, it, it's just not even a possibility. I've fly out a week from today, I'll actually be in the air on my way to the Philippines. And, and I've, I've used this to illustrate the point, but it makes the point so well that, um, you know, the Philippine Islands, there are 7,110 islands in the Philippines. And uh, with 7,000 plus islands, if you were to visit a different island every day, it would take you 20 years to visit every island. And uh, so, you know, that just, that's only one country. So, you know, how long would it take for one individual to go into all the world? You know, it's, it's, it's not even a realistic thought. So that commandment, that was issued by the Lord Jesus was not given to an individual, but was given to 
the church as a whole. That we've all got our part to do, and we realize we can't go into all the world ourselves. We can't reach every demographic ourselves. I mean, you're talking, you're talking islands, and then you're talking countries, and then you're talking, uh, you know, cultures within and demographics within every country. It's a big job to do, but corporately we can get this job done. Praise God. Praise God. And, and, and we're going to be successful if we all recognize our place. That's why I don't get upset that somebody goes to a church down the street. That's why I don't get upset that they go to the church across town, you know, instead of coming here. That's okay. I mean, there are a whole lot that ought to be here that aren't. But, you know, um, but, but that's, you know, the, the, the point is that there are diversities. Praise God. And we need to find out what our place is and operate within our place and do what we have been called to do. And then what every, you see, we, it, it makes increase of the body, the Scripture says, when we all do what every joint is supposed to supply. Praise God. Praise God. In Romans chapter 12, verse number 3, it says this, For I say through the grace given to me. Notice he didn't say the grace given to John. Paul's writing this. He didn't say to the grace given to even Barnabas. He said, to the I say through the grace given to me. Praise God. Through the grace given to me, to everyone who is among you. Not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, as God has dealt to each one a measure of faith. Praise God. Each one a measure of faith. You know, and I've heard some that have said, well, we've all been given the same measure of faith. And that really came out of the King James translation of the scriptures that says that God has dealt to each one the measure of faith. And so some have, have read that and understood it to mean that we've all been given the same amount of faith, but that's not true, and that's, that's not consistent with the context. It, uh, in fact, it says here, this is the New King James Version, it says that God has dealt to each one a measure of faith. And then he goes on and he talks about the different operations that different people have. And he says, so what he's telling us is God has dealt to you a measure of faith that is the right measure and the right, uh, the, 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 the necessary faith to do what he's called you to do. He didn't give you the faith to do what somebody else is called to do. He gave you the faith to do what you're called to do. This is why Paul said, you know, I say through the grace given to me. See, he was operating within his measure of faith, the faith that was sufficient to do what he had been given to do. Praise God. Praise God. And he says, each one, not, uh, God has dealt to each one a measure of faith for as we have many members in one body, but all the members do not have the same function. 
So we being many are one body in Christ and individually members of one another, having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us. Let us use them. If prophecy, let us prophesy in proportion to our faith. Or ministry, let us use it in our ministering. He who teaches in teaching, he who exhorts in, in exhortation, he who gives with liberality, he who leads with diligence, he who shows mercy with cheerfulness. So each one doing what they've been given to do, what they have been called and anointed to do. Praise God. And when we do that, then we can function at our highest level. Praise God. Praise God. So as a church, we sat down a couple of years ago and we laid out seven core values that, are, that, that define what we as Word of Life Church are. Now, those values are posted out here, so I encourage you if, you, if you haven't read those or haven't read them in a while, stop and read those core values, and you'll know. See, the reason we posted them out there is so that you can, can, can be conscious of what we as a church are given to do. Praise God. And so everything that we do must line up with what those core values are. If we get off of those and get over here trying to do something else, then we are getting away from what God has given us to do. Praise God. Now, I know that there are some people, you know, and I, I've had some people get offended because of what I believe that God's called us to do. And, you know, and, 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 and well, it's not okay that they're offended, but uh, we're not going to change because they're offended. We're going to do what God's given us to do, regardless of, of who gets offended by that. But um, anyway, number one is we will pull out all the stops to introduce people to Jesus. We will pull out all the stops in order to introduce people to Jesus. In short, God is madly in love with you, and we will do things some view as insane to make sure everyone knows that. Praise God. Praise God. And so we do things a little bit different around here. You say, well, why do you have your music so loud? Why do you dim the lights down? Why do you have smoke machines? Why do you do that? Well, you know, and, and, and you can find somebody on, on uh, uh, Facebook that criticizes that, you know. I read it all the time. I see it all the time. Don't pay much attention to it, but I, I do see it. You know, there's a lot of criticism about that. But there's a reason why we do it. We don't do it just because everybody else is doing it. We do it to create an environment to make people that come out of that kind of an environment comfortable. Praise God. Now, you know, uh, I said this one time, and I had someone get very upset with me, and they don't go to church here anymore. Uh, but I, I said this one time. I said that, that sinners feel more comfortable in a nightclub than they do in a church. And it's true. It's true. Why do they feel more comfortable in a nightclub? Well, we could go into all the reasons why they do. 
but but it's a fact that sinners feel more comfortable in a nightclub than they do in a church. They feel very uneasy when they come into a church. So if we can set an environment. Now, I told someone the other day, I said, you know, if we're going to reach people, we've got to stop fighting culture and embrace the culture. Now, I did not mean by that that we need to embrace their sin. I didn't mean that we need to become partakers of their sin and you know that's that's not what I meant and I explained that to this person but they disagreed with me and that's okay but um, what I mean by that is as times change as cultures change as ways of communicating change you know I mean who had one of these 10 years ago who had one of these you know 15 years ago but now everybody is doing this. You know, everybody's on their, on their phone. So if everybody's doing this, then I'm going to get on here. Praise God. If everybody's looking at this, then I'm going to get on here so they'll be looking at me. Hallelujah. If everybody's communicating this way, I'm going to communicate to them where they are. See, that's what we're going to do. Praise God. That's, that's why we do what we do. That's why we are broadcasting to 50,000 people around the world in 100 countries every Sunday morning because this is what they're doing. So let's get on here and let's communicate the gospel to them. If they're using it anyway, let's invade their space. Praise God. With the message of the gospel. That's why we do it. Praise God. And part of what we do as far as our environment, our backdrop, all this kind of stuff, this is all to make something. You know, how many of you would watch a guy standing behind a, a, a pulpit that's, you know, this wide and made out of oak, and, and he's standing in front of a, a, of a very bad painting of a river, coming down and going into the baptistry, you know, and the lighting is bad and the sound sounds like it was recorded on a, uh, you know, 1980s cassette recorder set on the front of the, uh, of the platform. How many of you would tune in and watch, you know, a, a, a broadcast that looks like that? You probably wouldn't. Something catches your attention. And then, you know, so I'll, I am competing for the attention of people. Praise God. I, I, am, I am fighting to get their attention because there's a million people out there that are fighting for their attention. Praise God. And I, so I'm going to join the fight and I'm going to win. Praise God. Because that's what we do. We, we are teamed up with the Lord Jesus Christ and we're going to win. Hallelujah. But, but we got to get in the fight or we're not going to win. Praise God. And so that's why we do what we do. That's why we have the environment set in here the way that we have. We don't think you have to have smoke to worship the Lord. You know, we don't believe you have to have stage lighting to worship the Lord. We don't even believe you have to have a sound system to worship the Lord. You know, but... Um, but if we can use those as tools 
to reach more people, to get the attention of more people. That's why we do what we do. Maybe you're wondering, well, why do they do that? You know, I, I, I've gone to church my whole life, and I've never been in a church that does stuff like that. Well, we're doing it, and we're doing it for a reason. Praise God. Praise God. John chapter 3, verse number 16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son. That was insane. That he who believes upon him would not perish but have everlasting life. That would be described as insanity. But that's what God did because he was willing to pull out the stops. He said, there's not anything I won't do to get my people back. Praise God. Praise God. And so there, we, we have developed that core value that we will pull out all the stops, you know. We'll pull out all the stops in order to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Praise God. We're, we're not going to say, well, this is off limits. We can't do that. Can't do that. No. We're going to say, no, here's what we can do. Praise God. Praise God. In um, Romans chapter 8, verse number 32, He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? So God has the same philosophy. He says, I gave my son. If I gave my son, you know, that was the final stop. We pulled out all the stops here. And in order to, to bless my people that I love, I had to pull out all the stops. Praise God. Number two, we believe that to know God is to know His Word, and to know His Word is to know God. The written Word of God is His autobiography, His self-portrait. I could say it this way, His selfie. Um, his profile, it's the only way to truly know Him. Praise God. You can't know God by what you feel. Your feelings will mislead you. The only way you're going to know God is to open up His Word and hear what He says. He tells you about Himself all the way through. You know, from Genesis to Revelation, it is all about Him. Praise God. And so if it's all about him, you know, the now let me say it this way. It's all about him, but it's all for you. Being, you know, it, it's about him. It's about Jesus from Genesis 1-1 all the way through the end, all the way, as one person said, all the way to maps in, in the back. You, know, you don't know what that means if you're not reading a paper Bible. But uh, all the way to the end, it is all about Jesus, and it's about Him, but it's for you. Praise God. It's the only way to know. There are a lot of people who think they know God because of what they feel. But your feelings can mislead you. But his word will never lead, mislead you. And if you'll go to his word and see what he says about himself, then you can know him. 
Praise God. And anyone can know him. That's why he put it in written form so we don't all have different opinions about him. You know, his character is revealed. His nature is revealed. His, his person is revealed. His power is revealed. His, his love is revealed. All the way through it is revealing Jesus to you. Praise God. Praise God. So, we don't preach the current trends and the, the you know, I don't get my sermons from uh, the news media. I don't look to see what's going on in the world, you know, in, in order to get my sermons. We don't preach the, the, the current hot-button issues. We preach the message of Jesus as revealed in the Word of God. Praise God. That's what we, you know, Him and Him crucified. That's what it's all about. Praise God. Praise God. First John chapter 5, verse number 7 says this, For there are three that bear witness in heaven, the Father, the Word, the Holy Spirit. These three are one. Praise God. Revelation chapter 19, verse number 13 says, He was clothed with a robe dipped in blood, and His name is called the Word of God. Praise God. Now, also look at, at Hebrews 2, 11 and Ephesians chapter 3, verse 14. Um, I, actually, I jumped ahead. I didn't mean to do that. We'll get to those in a moment. Um, we think, number three, we think of you as family. We think of you as family. From the moment you walk into Word of Life, we consider you our family. Every member is valuable with a special purpose and function. Praise God. Praise God. We all have a special purpose and a special function that is assigned to us by God. We think of you as we are a church family. Praise God. And so we, we want you to feel like that. We, we want to do everything we can to make you feel like you're our family. Because you are. Praise God. Praise God. And so, 1 John chapter 3, verse 14 says, We know that we have passed from death to life because we love the brethren. He who does not love his brother abides in death. Now, it didn't say this is how you pass from death to life, by loving your brother. No, it says you know that you have passed from death to life because you love the brethren. Praise God. Jesus said, this is how you know you're my disciples, is if you love one another. He didn't say, this is how you become my disciple, by loving one another. He said, no, this is how you identify a disciple, that he loves his brother. Praise God. Praise God. And, uh, you know, we put some things on the... On the window out there in the foyer, take a look at those and remember those things. But, you know, if we're a family, family communicates, family fellowships, family forgives, family sticks together, and family participates. Praise God. That's what it means to be a family. Hallelujah. 
Core value number four, we think of every member of your family, and I'm talking about your biological family or your family that lives in your house, you know, uh, we think of every member of your family is important. And it is our mission to create a personal experience for each member of your family to grow with, to grow with God and those around you. Praise God. That's why we have children's classes. That's why we have, you know, from, from the infants and the newborns all the way up through our, our bridge class on Sunday mornings, then on Wednesday nights, our youth uh, service. That's why we do those things because we want to minister to your family because every member of your family is important. We believe, we believe that your kids can be ministers. Praise God. Praise God. That's why you see teenagers on this stage uh, leading worship. Praise God. Because we believe that your kids can minister. Look at this. Apparently, God believed this too because he said this. It shall come to pass, Acts chapter 2, verse 17. In the last days, says God, that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. Praise God. And so God believed that too, and so we believe that your kids can minister. You know, I mean, I, I remember... I've heard some, some pretty good wisdom come out of some kids sometimes. Praise God. Praise God. You know, and, and if you don't, I remember B.C., uh, who uh, ministers in our children's class on Sunday mornings. Uh, I remember him telling a story about him being at work at Walmart and that uh, a little girl, he I don't remember how old he said she was, but she was a little girl. Just she, she saw him in there, and she just walked up to him and said, uh, "Do you know Jesus?" You know, and uh, I, I remember the the day when we were just starting the church, and we came to church one Sunday, and it was nobody but the four members of my family that were there that day, and I was discouraged because we were almost a year into the church, and and we ought to be past this point by now. That's what I'm thinking, and and I was I was upset and I was uh, uh, I was discouraged. I was ready to to throw in the towel. And I remember my ten year old son Jason at that time getting in my face and saying, "What did God call you to do?" Well, how do you look at a ten year old your ten year old son and say, "Well, we're quitting"? You can't do that. You can't do that. God used him. To speak to me. Praise God. Hallelujah. And we're still here. Praise God. Now, number five, our vision is both personal and global. We have a lot of emphasis on missions around here, you know, and, and, and we spend thousands of dollars every year in taking the gospel around the world. 
That's why in two week or in a week, I'm getting on an airplane and I'm flying halfway around the world to to take the gospel of Jesus Christ to a, a, another place and to to speak into their lives and minister into their lives. Praise God, you know. Um, and, and so, the reason we do that is because we have a global vision. But it's not just global. We can get so globally minded that we forget about you sitting right here. Praise God. You know, this is why even though we go a lot, yet we make sure that when we go that everything here is taken care of. Praise God. If we don't do that, you know, then there won't be anything for us to work out of to go. Praise God. And so it is both a personal vision and a global vision. Praise God. You know, we'll visit you when you go to the hospital. You've got to let us know, you know. But, but we visit you when you go to the hospital. If you're having a problem, say, call me and say, Pastor, I need to talk. I'll say, okay, can you meet me at, the, at my office at this time? And, you know, and we come by. Or if you can't do that, I've, there's been many times I've gone to somebody's house and sat down with them. Praise God. And, and, and spent hours and hours. There have been times that, that I've been texting with someone all night long because they were struggling with, with things. And it's, it's a very personal vision, very individual vision, but we don't want to just keep it here because we have a message that the world needs to hear. Praise God. And I was reading a book the other day by Oswald Smith. And he, uh, Oswald Smith was a pastor of a great ch missions-minded uh, church in Canada. He also uh, lived for many years on the mission field. And, um, you know, and he, his philosophy is that why should anyone hear the gospel twice before everyone has heard it once? And, uh, you know, and he, I was reading a chapter in the book, and he was explaining, and I don't, he said, I've, I've preached for 40 years to the same congregation. He said, so I don't mean that nobody can hear it twice, but he said, you know, is it right that some people are hearing it over and over and over and over and over again, and other people have not heard it even once? And, uh, you know, and his philosophy in that church, and, you know, I, I can only aspire to this. We haven't got anywhere close to this yet. But he, uh, he said that he purposed that their church would never spend more on itself than they do on foreign missions. And, you know, and, and I would love to be able to say that, uh, that, that that's what we do. And, uh, you know, and, and I look forward that, that uh, perhaps that day will come that we will be able to do that. But, uh, uh, you know, that, that's, a, that's a vision to, to set forth. We have a vision that we see a church as bigger than our walls. We have embraced our responsibility to take the message of hope to the people of our community and the world. That's why we do things like Night to Shine. Praise God. To spread the love of Jesus to people who, uh, who seem to be forgotten and left out. Praise God. We do stuff like that to share the love of Jesus with them. Praise God. You know, and, and we will do whatever we can do 
to get the gospel out because our vision is both personal and global. And, and you know, get this. In Acts chapter 2, verse number 46, so continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, they ate their food with gladness and simplicity of heart. Now notice this. It didn't say and. It said, um, or let me, let me rephrase that. I didn't say that right. And does not mean or. It doesn't mean you can take one or the other. It means we need to do both. Praise God. That's why we're not just missions. That's why we're not just introspective. But we are both, praise God, because that's what God's called us to do. Number six says, we will welcome you with a smile. We will welcome you with a smile, whether inside the church or out on the street. Jesus in us goes beyond all boundaries. I love it when I'm out and around, and one of the kids that comes here and is in our children's classes or whatever, you know, runs up, pastor, 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 and, you know, giving me hugs, and, uh, you know, I'll go to a school event, and I'll see the, the kids, and they're running up to me, giving me hugs. I love that. I love it, because, you know, we'll welcome you with a smile no matter where we are, and, you know, and I know sometimes that, that I miss someone's name, and, uh, you know, and I can't, I, I oh, man, I wish I could, <sighs> that aggravates me so much when I can't call somebody by name, because, uh, you know, that, that's, that's what I aspire to, I work hard on trying to do that, I don't always achieve it, but I do work hard to, to, to try to do that, I want to call every one of you, no matter where I see you, I want to be able to call you by name, praise God, praise God. And I, I want you to feel comfortable enough that no matter where I see you, where you see me, that you can come talk to me. Praise God. Praise God. Um, and, and get this. Regardless of your race, age, or social economic status, we love you. Praise God. Praise God. You see, there, there is no place in the body of Christ for racism. No place. No place. You know, I, I grew up in a, in, in a time and place when, uh, you know, we didn't think anything about that. I didn't know anybody. That's just the way I thought life was. But I remember when Jesus set me free from that. Praise God. Praise God. And so, you know, if I ever run for office and they say, well, when he was 15 years old, he did this, said this, I probably did. But you know what? Jesus set me free from that, and I'm not the person that I was then. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. And now, you know, uh, let's just don't go down that road anymore that that's not a place we need to go hallelujah hallelujah beloved let us love one another 
For love is of God, and everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. You see, he's not saying if you want to if you want to know God, if you want to be born of God and know God, then you got to love one another. No, he said if you do know God and you are born of God, then it will show up in the fact that you love one another. Praise God. Praise God. Number seven, we believe the Bible is not a book of rules, but a revelation of a person, Jesus. Praise God. We believe that the Bible is not a book of rules, but a revelation of a person, Jesus. And our message won't be about you and what you did, but about Jesus and what he did. Praise God. You know, I've known preachers in, my, in the past that they got their Sunday morning sermon by what they saw somebody doing wrong. And uh, that's not what we do. Our message is not, I'm not going to preach about you. I've got Jesus to preach about. Praise God. You know, if, if I'm preaching about you, I'm not preaching the gospel. Gospel is good news. If I'm preaching about you, it might not be good news. <laughs> Praise God. But if I'm preaching Jesus, it's going to be good news. Hallelujah. I was told in the pages of the Word of God, I was told to go preach the gospel. It might be the truth, but sometimes the truth is not good news. And so... I was told to preach the good news, to preach the gospel, to preach Jesus. The Apostle Paul said, I have determined to know nothing among you except Christ and Him crucified. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse number 2. He says, I just want to know Christ and Him crucified. Praise God. That's what we, that's what we preach. Our message is not about you. So, you know... If you, if you feel like I'm preaching right at you, I, I really am not. I mean, the, the fact is I'm, I'm not preaching about you. Praise God. That, that must be something going on with you. Maybe the Lord's talking to you about something, but, but I'm preaching Jesus. Praise God. And you need to understand that, so don't feel like, well, he, he just called me out. No, I didn't. I did not. Praise God. We preach Jesus and Him crucified. Praise God. You know, and, and, and if, if some correction comes through that, then receive the correction and go on. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But you see, it's good for us to know what we're, what, what we're about as a church. Praise God. Because it's then and only then that we can all join together and get on one page and, and, and move in the same direction. And when we do that, we're much more powerful. Praise God. Praise God. Now, I want to ask you to do something. If, if, if what we have shared today, if you like what goes on at Word of Life, if you... Are, are receiving something from the message that we're preaching. I want to ask you, well, really two, two things. One, I want to ask you to, to support it. 
Two, I want to ask you to share it. Praise God. I want to ask you to tell people what, what's happening here. You know, I want you to invite people. Now, I know our, our main thing, if it comes down, well, I, I, I'm supposed to, to, to share the gospel and lead people to Jesus. If you've got to do one or the other, lead people to Jesus. But how about doing both? How about lead people to Jesus and invite people to come to church with you? Praise God. You can do both. Hallelujah. In, invite people to church. If, if it's being a blessing to you, it's probably going to be a blessing to someone else. Praise God. If it's helped you, it'll help someone else too. Praise God. But, but you've got to tell them what's going on. You've you got to tell them you know, why you're different. You've got to tell them why, why you don't get all upset about everything that's going on in the world. You've got to tell them why your body's healthy. Praise God. And, and I'll say this, and I don't say this as a, a, as a, a bragging thing at all. But, uh, um, you know, one thing we do around here is, is uh, um, I, no, I'm not, I'm not even going to say that. I'm, I'm not going to say it. Because sometimes I start to say something and I think better of, of what I was going to say. So I'm not even going to say it. Praise God. Uh, but, you know, I believe that it will make you healthier to hear about the Jesus whose body was broken for you. Praise God. I believe it will make you a better person, easier to get along with. Praise God. It'll make you a better employee. It will make you a better friend. It'll make you a better uh, parent. It'll make you a better student. It, it will make you a better person to hear the message of Jesus. Why? Because every time you hear the message of Jesus, something happens and you are changed by looking into the mirror of God's Word. You are changed into the image of what you're seeing. Praise God. We're going to make sure that in everything that we do, we're always going to feed the flock of God. The Lord instructed us as pastors, he instructed me to do that, to feed the flock of God. So, if you want to get fed, be here. I'll feed you. Praise God. Praise God. I promise I will. You're going to get something that's going to minister to you, that's going to feed your spirit. you got to have spirit food just like you have to have physical food. Praise God. And if you don't, if you don't have the physical or the, the spiritual food, you're going to be weak just spiritually just like you are physically if you don't eat. Praise God. And so it's important that you get that. Praise God. But I want to take just a moment in closing today. And I want to invite anyone, whether you're sitting in this room today or whether you're watching us online, I want to take just a moment and give you an opportunity to receive Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. Jesus, if, if we could wrap up everything we do and why we do it, it's all about getting the message of Jesus to people. Because if you don't remember my name, that doesn't matter. If you don't know 
Maybe you don't even know what church this is you're watching today. That's okay, too, if you get this message. And that is that God so loved you that he gave his only begotten son. That just believing upon him, you will not perish but have everlasting life. Praise God. The Bible says this, that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Praise God. I don't even have to say maybe. I don't have to say hopeful. But you will be saved. So let me just take a moment and lead you into a prayer. Say, well, how do I receive Jesus? That's what we're going to do right now. Praise God. And I want to ask everyone to pray this prayer with me. Praise God. Right now, just say this after me. Say, God in heaven, thank you for sending your son Jesus to die on a cross for me, to pay for my sins. You raised him from the dead so that I could have new life. Today I choose Jesus to be my Lord and my Savior. Jesus, come into my life. Thank you for saving me. From this moment forward, teach me to know you. Thank you, Jesus, for paying for my sins, for making a way. Thank you once again for joining us today online. We value you and we want to hear from you. If you made a decision for Christ today, you can select I Choose Jesus on our website. And we've got a couple videos for you to watch so that you can get started on your walk with God. We've also got a free ebook that you can download right from our website called I Choose Jesus. And I want to encourage you to do that. Once again, thank you for joining us. And remember that God is madly in love.